this podcast is going to be about LSD um, my experience with taking LSD um, I've taken it five times in total the first time was in October 2020 after doing a year not drinking and then that was a full tab and then the four of the times that I've taken it was half of a tab chopped up into tiny pieces for microdosing it's called so we'll get into the, the story of the first time that I did it what had happened was I'd done a year not drinking um, and I wanted to celebrate that by taking LSD with one of my friends and at the last minute on that day he kind of backed out from doing it because it was something to do with the weather or something I don't really know and it, I was kind of pissed off because I still wanted to do it so what had happened was the guy or my friend who was giving me the LSD he wanted a lift to a hotel in Haydock and I said well tell you what if you give me this tab uh, if you give me the tab I'll give you a lift he's like right I'll give you the tab if you don't take it I'm like well obviously I'm going to take it if he gives me it so I drive him all the way to Haydock he's staying at a hotel with some, some bird and I'm driving home and it's about 11 o'clock at night when I get in and then see so I take the LSD and for a while I thought it was a dud I thought it wasn't doing anything. I was like, this is shit there. So I thought, well, I didn't know what to do because I've, I kind of kicked in the, the hype and the excitement of what I'd done at that time, kind of kicked in. And I was like, what am I supposed to be doing here? It's, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Uh, and then after uh, 30 minutes, still didn't do anything. Then it was about an hour and it kicked. And I, I was lying in my room with the, the lights off and then I was like looking around, I could see totem poles and like stone heads all around. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I turned the light on and then I was in my boxes and I was looking at my legs and the hairs on my legs were spinning individually as I was looking at them. I was like, holy shit, this is intense. Uh, and then I have like specific memories of the whole trip. So it's kind of, I can't walk through every detail of it, but I remember my legs being very in detail. And then I had a notepad, and in the notepad, it was stuff from my uni degree and my job. So it was kind of hilarious flicking through this notebook and seeing things about my job or things about uni that just didn't make any sense. So one thing was that the name of one of the factories of where it worked was just called something stupid after a bird. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I was hysterically laughing at the name of this manufacturing plant that someone had just made up. And I was like going through this book, like circling things. And then I only went back to the book if like a few weeks after the trip to kind of see what I was doing and I was like circling individual words and writing stuff down and then I found which is going to be the photo of this podcast it's a 
it looks like two aliens and it says, have a nice trip, Edward, this is what we have delivered. I can't remember even drawing that, to be honest. Uh, but it was, fucking, it was fucking very weird uh, to look back on it and see that. Um, I think the next thing I really remember is I was having lights on and like rearranging my room. And like, because there was no music on, it was just silence and I was just looking at this bass guitar, playing the bass guitar for a bit and I'd play the electric guitar, but obviously we've not plugged in. And it'd be like two, three, two, three in the morning. And I was just fucking pacing around the room and just playing the, playing the guitar for a bit and then looking at my records and like all the, the carpet looked like those creepy crawlies walking around on the floor. And it was so it was so hard not to get scattered out by it all. And I did start to freak out. So I was using the notepad to like calm myself down so I'd write like what was going on in my mind and like why I was freaking out. But I felt like I was so hyper-focused on the moment. And I was writing like this. Why am I freaking out? What is it that's kind of scaring me or making me think that something bad's going to happen? And what it was... Um, a few years ago, a woman's boyfriend, he actually taken LSD and he ended up in hospital. So I got a call in the middle of the night and it was my woman's boyfriend panicking saying, Ed, Ed, can you put your mum on? You put your mum on the phone. So I said, what the fuck do you want? And then woke my mum, give her the phone. And then I went back to bed. She was she was like screaming because I woke her up. And then I was like, you fucking what? And then I didn't see Gary for a while, to be honest. I just didn't see my mum's boyfriend, Gary, for a while. And uh, it, was, it was a couple of days went by. And then the next time I seen him, he was lying on the couch, staring out the window with my mum stroking his head. <laughs> said, he's going fucking hell fucking hell this heavy dad don't do that and what happened was someone had given him like a little tiny tab of LSD and mum found him walking around skem with uh, no socks or shoes on no top on saying mad shit like he wanted to kill himself um, and then he was trying to fight with the security guards at the hospital and yeah so my mum had to take him to the hospital because of what he was saying and how much he was freaking out and he'd be saying things like oh I can't go to the toilet the toilet's growling at me and that must have stayed in my mind as a fear of if I told people in the house I'd done LSD they'd think oh my god we've got to take him to the hospital he's gonna be insane so I was initially freaking out at this. Like, why am I freaking out? And it's like, oh, that's why, because he went to LSD. But then once I figured it out, what well, he went to LSD, he went to hospital from taking LSD. But once I figured that out, I wasn't, I didn't really give a shit then. I was like, oh, right, okay, well, I've dealt with that. I know why I'm freaking out. It's not that bad. And then I thought, right, let's get a bath. Let's go get a bath, because... Um, 
I need to calm down. I know it'd probably be a bit trippy. So I got a bath. Was lying in the bath. And I was like looking at my arms and all the freckles on my body were moving. It was like they were grooving. Uh, and I started to like talk like Vic from F is for Family. Uh, and I, I started to refer to myself in the third person. Like, I started to call myself Monkey Man. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, in the in the textbook or the notebook, it said uh, that Monkey Man needs to lay low for a while. That's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why well, was I even writing like this in third person? Uh, but because I see myself as a monkey when I'd taken this LSD, I was like, oh, I've, we've clearly developed from monkeys and... <laughs> that's what we are so I've, yeah but then i self uh called nickname as monkey man uh but then i had this really weird experience after getting out the bath and i like exited my body and i became like third person and i could see myself like i was playing gta and then i walked to my brother's room and i just told him at like five in the morning i was like oh I'm absolutely flying on LSD. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then I slept, kind of snapped out of it a little. And it, it kind of, it, that was kind of like the end of the peak of the trip because I, it was so intense to, to see somebody in person and be like, oh shit, why have I just said this to this person? He's going to go, oh, he's going to tell, he's going to tell my mum. <laughs> he's going to tell, tell mum's boyfriend I'm going to go to the hospital for being insane. Uh, that never happened, but then I, I became very paranoid about that. He was like, what the fuck? And he, he kind of like shrugged it off. And then I pretended I was looking for the time on his on the iPad. I was like, what time is it? And then he asked, he's like, is that why you've been up? Is that why you've been up all night? I was like, yeah. Um, so then I went back to my room and sure I've missed something. Oh shit, yeah. I'd say somewhere in the trip, I'd gone downstairs to lie on the couch to change the scenery. And a dog came up to me and I was like one with the dog while stroking him. And I was looking outside the window of the living room and I looked behind a pub. So I was looking at this pub car park and I was like, what? There's loads, of, loads of lasers going everywhere, and then uh, like two robot battle, two robots having a battle on the car park. So it was very, uh, in very intense first trip. And once I spoke to my brother, it seemed to get me out of that trip, and I was like right back to some sort of normality. My the freckles were still grooving on my arms, so. I was like, shit, I need to somehow sober up. And then I started like looking at my phone. I was Googling like how long did LSD last? Because I didn't I didn't actually know how long it was gonna last. And then some things were saying like 16 hours, some things were gonna be saying like up to 24 hours. Um, but eight hours was the peak. So I was past the peak, but I was still tripping. Um, so little things like the hairs were still moving on my arms and there was a bit of, like creepy crawlies in the floor and at one point, I held up a, a Donovan fairy tale album. Like spiders were coming out of his face. Uh, yeah, so what I did, it got to like six in the morning. I was like, I need to go for a walk. So 
I went for a walk around the beacon, just like pacing it. It was ra it was raining a little bit. Uh, then I just tried to stay out of the house for as long as possible because I knew I was still tripping and I was going to be seeing my family and it would spook me out for seeing them. So I went for a walk and I, as I was like on my way back, I bumped into a few dog walkers. Well, I had my hood up to kind of avoid speaking to people. And I walked past these dogs and this dog starts chasing me. So I didn't know what to do, so I was like, I was running a little bit, but then laughing. And then I was speaking to the people, but I was still very tuned in. So I was like, I felt like I couldn't look at anybody in the eyes because I was like, they must know my pupils must be huge. Um, I don't think they did know, but then I just got home as soon as possible and then I like, took my clothes off. And as I got home, after like 20, 30 minutes, my mum's uh, boyfriend shouts me. And at this time, we were moving from the old house to the new house, which was um, literally ne next door, but one. So it wasn't a, a far move, but we were still in the process of moving things. So I was still still tripping. The freckles were moving on my arms and they shouted me to come and help them move this couch down. So I walked up to the top of the top of the road and then it was like my sister was there, my sister's boyfriend. And everyone's talking to me and I was like, oh, we just need to get this done. We need to get this done as quick as possible. I don't want to be doing it. So I was saying that and I, I, I didn't really particularly want to talk to them. So I probably came across as quite rude. But it was because I felt that if I was going to be talking to them, they'll figure out that I'm from the LSD. So I was like, okay, let's just get the couch. And I was, I was like holding this couch, walking walking down. And then but as I was holding it, I could see the freckles just moving around in my arms. Um, and then all the other stuff we just chuck you know, at the back of Gary's van. Uh, then once that got in, I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to see anyone. And then my mum was like, oh, can you go shopping with me? So we went, walked around the Connie while I was still tripping. Um, and it, the, the, there's loads, it's quite a colourful place. But I was able to speak. I was able to have conversations, but every so often I'd just be like, fucking hell. I'm still tripping here a little bit. And then everything just felt really intense. So once I'd been shopping, uh, we bumped into, I think it was Gary, my mum's boyfriend's daughter. And then we were talking to her and I was still doing the eye contact thing. I didn't want to look him in the eyes. And I went home and then I just monged out on the couch with Gary. And then the fear the first that I kick in because they didn't know, my mum and Gary didn't know I'd taken LSD. And we were just watching football. And then as we were watching football, pissing it down outside. And I just looked outside the window, I just seen this tree just fall down. And it was like, fuck, that's really, really intense. That. And I didn't want to say if I'd just seen that, so I just didn't say anything. Just pretend that I didn't see anything because I was like, I don't know if, I think I did, I was like, definitely did see it, but I didn't want to bring any attention to myself to expose what I was doing. But then the first started kicking, I was like, my brother's not awake yet. So if he's not awake yet, he's not told my mum or Gary if I've done LSD. So it was like, oh shit, oh shit, he's going to tell them, he's going to tell them. And then he came downstairs and like walked into the living room 
didn't say anything, but I was like eyeballing him and looking at him. I was like, don't fucking mind. I was like, don't fucking say anything. I can't deal with it now. I could deal with it when I wasn't high and wasn't tripping. I could deal with that normal conversation. But when you're in that moment, for some reason, it was just really freaking me out. Uh, then that's that's that was most of it for the rest of the day. And then I met up with my mates at the pub about eight at night the following day. Uh, so the day after I'd taken the LSD, but because I'd taken it so late, I was still tripping while I was at the pub over um, 12, well, it would have been fucking hell, over 16 hours, 18 hours later. And then when I, when I was going to sleep 24 hours after the LSD, as I was going to sleep, I was like picturing my body getting covered in spiders and just having these really vivid images then when I woke up the day after, it seemed like all the effects were gone. Um, yeah. But when I like looked back over that notebook, there's like things I found and it was like, I was writing that like my iPhone was a distraction. And then like a couple of weeks after that, I decided to sell my iPhone and buy, get a burner phone. And then I had a burner phone for like nine months from it was like October till May, I had a burner phone and I was contacting people via email. Uh, so <laughs> so the, the other four small tabs, I then started to think about microdosing and what that would do. Um, so there was, with the microdosing, it wasn't any extreme stories. It was just a very small amount that I'd do in the morning. And then, what did they, I'm pretty sure there was a, some weird, I heard a weird rumor. Someone said that I put, cause when I was doing it, I was telling people about it. And someone said I put LSD in my porridge. And I just, I was like, oh, why would I even do that? I was like, no, you take it. You take it separately. You'd have, so you'd get up, the way I was doing it is I'd get up and then I'd have something sweet and then I'd microdose this tiny bit of LSD. And the idea came from, I bumped into a guy um, when I was at uni. Um, he's one of the people who was like, I don't even know how I know him. And he, he, he studied music in Manchester and then we'd get the same train every every time I was in uni on, on a Wednesday. Uh, it was like every three weeks. And he was at Wigan Northwestern and he just was like, oh yeah. I've been researching into microdosing LSD last night. I was like, all right, okay. And then he just whacks out this bag of LSD. And then at the train station at about quarter to eight in the morning, he just puts on his tongue and gets on the train with me. So I was like, fucking hell, okay. Um, and then I was chatting to him on the train and we both sat down on the floor of the train because there was nowhere to, be go nowhere to sit properly. And then I just kind of watched this LSD take effect on him. And he'd gone from uh, being quite, <laughs> quite normal. And he's like stretching his legs out going, oh yeah, that feels good after like 40, 40 minutes. And then I'd go to uh, a different uni and then he'd go like turn right when we got off the train. I was just thinking, fucking hell, he's had a well good day. 
because uh, assessment was to be doing like a live performance of music. Um, so that, that's where that, the idea sparked from. For some reason I thought it'd be a good idea to do it. So I don't, I'd only do it on uh, Saturdays to, to be doing the microdosing because I'd just be like, oh, let's see what happens. And then I just, I just found myself to be more attentive and I could focus for a, a long period of time on a task. So if I was playing the drums, for example, I'd be playing the drums for usually, if I wasn't doing it, I could get bored and distracted quite easily. So I'd play the drums for a bit and then I'd be like, oh, I just want to go do something else. And then I remember one time when I did the microdosing, it was, I was playing it for like three hours straight. Um, and it just felt like I was in a flow process. Um, one time I'd taken, a, like I cut, I thought I cut them all evenly, but one I just cut a little bit bigger. And I remember walking to the shop with my friend and it was like where the light was coming down behind the trees and was shining onto the floor. It was all like patterns on the floor and they were all moving. I was like, oh shit, I think I've took a little bit too much here. Uh, but I, I can't really say any negative sides about LSD. I mean, I've heard stories of people taking a lot and ending up in a psychiatric ward. And I can see that. I can definitely see why people can go crazy off uh, LSD, but I know people can go crazy from drinking or nothing. People just lose their mind and go into like schizophrenic or psychotic states. But with that, it felt like I was on like the border of what was real. Um, yeah, I think that, the best way to put it is that I was on like the border of reality and maybe I did go a little bit weird for a little bit. I think I think I probably did. I mean, getting rid of my phone and just being contactable by email was good for the off-grid lifestyle, but I can imagine it being very weird to hear from someone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't... Plan on, I don't plan on doing LSD again. Um, I've never done it with other people. I've trip-sitted somebody and I've seen them do LSD by themselves. I've seen them go uh, a little bit weird. So I won't say any names of who it was, but I turned up to his house when I was off work and we'd plan to go looking at fish at what's it fucking called pets at home pets at home in Wigan and he was like yeah I'm gonna get some fish for me uh apartment I was like alright yeah so so get to his house and he's got magic mushrooms in one hand got LSD in the other room he's like which one should I take I was like mate just fucking just go and looking at fish we don't need to have LSD or magic mushrooms for this um, so I chose, he put my hands around his back and I chose his left hand, I think. And then that had LSD in it and then he just put it in his mouth. So I was like, right, okay, this is going to be a fun day. So we went to um, Pets at Home, looked at some fish and it was like, oh, he didn't even end up getting anything. But then 
after a while, it started to kick in. But it was kicking in as we left Pets at Home and then went to B&Q. So we're in B&Q and I can see that his eyes have got bigger. And he was just walking around with his fucking shopping trolley, just picking up flowers and just picking up like loads of colourful things. And then I bumped into uh, my cousin's boyfriend, my old man, my old manager. <laughs> wow, you're in there, and I was just walking around with this trolley with loads of loads of fucking flowery shit and cactuses. Um, but I was like, I can't, I can't just say to him, oh, yeah, he's just tripping on LSD, go picking fucking mad shit up. So I ended up going back to his apartment putting all the stuff down and then I put them some like trippy Beatles music on and then I think I, I think I left and then came back because he was texting me saying like, he's saying it's got weird and there was there was people outside so I was like all right I'll come um, and then I put the midnight gospel on by Duncan Trussell and he thought that in the video, it was like in the in the series by Mid Midnight Gospel. It was like signalling to him that he had to lose his anal virginity, and I was gonna bum him. So I was supposed to stay at his that night because we were gonna get stoned. So we did get stoned, and then I was kind of chilling out on the couch. And he's like, you have to leave. You've got to leave now. And I was like, what are you going on about? And I was like, I thought I was staying here. And then <laughs> I'd gone and then went home. And then the days the day after, I was like, what the fuck? Why'd you keep me out of the house? And he's like, I thought you were going to bum me in my sleep. I was like, wow, I don't know if I fucking do that. Where'd you get that from? And then he thought all the mad shit was happening from watching the Midnight Gospel. So I think, to be honest, it was just the... Uh, LSD taking its its toll. Like, I remember I was sat on his phone and like, you know when your phone gets wet from, from like uh, sweat or whatever, I don't know what it's called. It just gets like misty. Um, and he was like, oh, have you jizzed on my, why have you jizzed on my phone? <laughs> jizzed on your phone? It's just fucking like, it's just a little bit wet and I don't know why. So, yeah, so you got to be fucking careful with that. Um, he's alright though. I think he turned out on the he went he came around on the uh, the better side of that. But we uh, we confiscated his LSD from him. Yeah, that was a good move. So he didn't go too too insane. He didn't come back on the other side. Yeah, I've heard though uh, my drum teacher saying. At one point, he didn't even realise that he was acting a bit, a bit scatty, and all his friends just thought he was insane for like six months. But he didn't know that until it was like a few months, a few months after he'd spoken to him. Like, oh yeah, we all thought you were insane. He's like, oh, really? So, and then like all these conversations, it, I think what the acid did was pick up my uh, I don't know maybe 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 a bit more anxious 
I like started to think that like, when I'd be talking about LSD or someone tell me an LSD story, I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I've gone insane, or like maybe, maybe I've gone fucking nuts from taking this LSD in October, and I'd be, I'd, I'm just like gonna end up in a mental home. Like, but one, I'm being on a walk in uh, Peter Street. I was getting told about this guy who took too much acid. It was like a friend of a friend. And he ended up in a psychiatric world. And when I was getting told it, all I could think about was how I'd taken LSD and I was like, oh fucking hell, that's gonna I'm gonna that's gonna be me. I've I've probably got gone insane, but I don't think I have I think I'm actually alright to be honest. Um Yeah. So that is my uh, experience with, with acid. I hope you enjoy the 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 photo of the uh, the episode on Spotify because that's a fucking brilliant drawing by me. Uh, yeah, that that notebook. Jesus, there's some strange shit in that notebook. I've got it left at home as well. I remember the other week I was asking my mum to try find a DVLA logbook because I was trying to sell my car and I was like, if she fucking finds that notebook, if she finds that notebook, she's gonna be like, yeah. I think there'll be police knocking on this door in Prague, locking me up. Some fucking weird shit in there. <sighs> yeah. I actually had to, to get the photo, I had to text Ben. I say, by any chance, have you got a photo? Because there's not a chance I'm fucking FaceTime my mum and explaining. Oh, can you look for two aliens on there? Can you look in my green notebook and look for two aliens? Saying, have a nice trip, Edward. Um... It's not even a good drawing, neither. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, there you go, a nice brief podcast. Um, I'll probably try to do some more based on individual drugs, like uh, my experience with alcohol or magic mushrooms, me in. But that's one with uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, as they call it. Yeah, there you go. Oi.